0: Hi everyone and welcome back to the Psyche Podcast where we inform, inspire and empower you to live a joyful, meaningful and healthy life. So I hope you've had a good week. We're back our second episode of the week and I'm not gonna talk for too long, don't worry. (laughs) And I'm gonna hand over to the conversation with Eddie which is all about spreading happiness through the power of a smile. And I think it's such an important message for us to hear right now. And as I was editing it, Um, And thinking about this little intro, I was thinking back to last week's episode with Joy, and she's spreading a message of joy, Eddie is spreading this message of happiness through the smile, and the similarity in both their stories is having gone through an experience that a lot of us would really view as tragedy or this awful experience, but actually what they've come away from that with is this real sense of making the most out of life and living it to the full. And I think there is a real lesson for us all in that, um, particularly at the moment when there is so much uncertainty and anxiety going around. What also (laughs) I found interesting listening back, and we recorded this episode in, I think, end of February. It's interesting listening back and listening to language and obviously the meanings of language change over time and the number of times we refer to smiles and happiness as being infectious and contagious. And (laughs) now listening back and hearing those words, has such a different meaning Um, but it's true they they are also contagious and infectious so I really hope you enjoy the episode and hearing from Eddie uh, I say this a couple of times because such a great energy and hopefully it makes you smile and I encourage you to share a smile spread a smile obviously we're socially distancing but maybe you can smile at someone across (laughs) across the way or virtually but definitely try and spread a little joy, a little happiness, and enjoy the episode. Hi, everyone. I'm really excited to welcome this week's guest, Eddie, to the podcast. Welcome, Eddie. And if you could introduce yourself to the listeners and tell us a little bit about you, that would be great.
1: Hi, Hannah. How are you doing? I hope everybody out there listening is doing fantastic. Uh, My name's Eddie Rodriguez, and I'm an author I'm a coach. I'm a mindset expert. And I just love sharing a lot of things in life. And I've been through, you know, some rough roads. But you know, it's it's funny because it all comes out perfectly in the end.
0: Mindset, people that listen regularly will know that's one of my big things I love to talk about. So definitely excited to talk about, about that with you and about your experiences. Yeah, I don't know where you want to start. Maybe how you got into what you're doing now.
1: Well, you know, the funny thing is, is that I share a lot about the smile. I love the smile. And actually, I tell people that the smile saved my life because in 2006, I went through some major things and people call them tragedies. And what I call them is learning experiences and, you know, gifts from the universe. First, I, I brought somebody in to run my business and they mismanaged my business. And so I had to jump back into the business and rebuild it. And as I was doing that, five months afterwards, got a phone call that I really did not like. You know, first of all, being taken in the business does not make you smile. And the next bit of news I got, my son-in-law called me and he was in Korea. My daughter was in Korea with him and they had gotten into a moped accident and she wound up in critical condition in the hospital. 45 days later, she passed away. So that is not something that's the worst thing that ever happened to me in my life. And four months after that, I had a cerebral hemorrhage. I had three veins that burst in the back of my brain, filled my brain with blood. And that was nine month period that this happened. And so it was one thing after another. And one of the things that I found out is when you get packages like that, they are very ugly gifts from the universe. But if you open them up, and you look inside, you can find some really beautiful things and find ways to shift yourself, to change yourself and to get out of it and, and prosper.
0: Mm. I think that's a an amazing mindset to have, to be able to deal with, like you said, what people would refer to as tragedies and to be able to move through them and to, to change that view of them to, I, I love when you said the learning learning experiences. Yeah. So, is that something, do you think that's just part of your nature to, to view the world like that? Or is it something that you have to work on?
1: You know, it's definitely something you have to work on. And it's something that anybody can learn if you go deep inside of yourself and you start looking at things and start trying to find the good. Find the positives that are going to actually reframe your brain because nobody can be prepared for nine months of those types of tragedies or a lot of other things. And the thing is, is that if you train your brain, you can make it so much better when you start looking for the good, rather than just allowing the universe to say, hey, you're going to go in this direction. You start thinking about it, you start going into your heart, you start feeling it, and you start to redirecting your brain, your heart, and yourself, you're absolutely going to go to the mindset that you need to be able to handle certain situations. Mm. So it's a learning experience. It's not just something that happens naturally.
0: Mm. Yeah, I just um a little bit in awe of the uh, the shift and the I guess the resilience and uh, and all of that. But I I also love the, the idea of the smile because I think that is something that's so simple, really, isn't it? To smile, yes. smile at someone else. It's so simple, but it can really have um, a massive impact on your own mood and their mood as well.
1: Oh, it definitely can. I mean, the smile is just. It's absolutely incredible. And after all of the things that I went through in those nine months, my, my wife asked me a question, It was about a year later, and I was in the VA hospital and I was getting a brain scan. They were gonna see if I had any brains up there or not. That's a bad joke. <laughs> but she asked me, what do you want for your birthday? And I couldn't think of anything monetary that I wanted. The only thing that I could think of is I wanted people to get along for one day. And I knew that I couldn't get everybody to get along for one day. So I decided, you know what? I can get as many people to smile in one day as I can possibly touch. Mm
0: -hmm. And I
1: decided that day that I wanted to collect 10 million smiles in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. That I wanted to share the smile. And so it it changed, reframed a lot of things. I was in a depression. And the smile helped pull me out of that depression, finding that smile project. And passing on my daughter who passed away, passing on her smile to help others.
0: And it's a, a really lovely way to honor somebody to, to yes the, the smile and and again it's I guess in some ways it feels like ten million uh, is
1: mm.
0: but in some ways it feels like a, a simple challenge because it's it's getting people to smile but obviously very powerful because talking to you now you seem such a happy person. <laughs> So, I mean, how, how are you doing with your 10 million smiles? Do you know how many you've managed to get?
1: <laughs> well, you know, I've probably reached that 10 million mark already. And, you know, you just keep going. It's, it's not about the number. It's just about continuing to share the smile, to love people, to help as much as you possibly can in this life. And one of the things that I've found is that when you learn something, sharing it is really, really, really important. because it gives you that connection, it helps other people, and and it spreads that smile even more because when the people learn things that they can do and, and have in their lives and the way that they can use them to better themselves, it, it continues that smile throughout their lifetime if they learn it, if they share it, if they keep doing it.
0: Mm. It really feels a bit like a network, branches or, or roots. <laughs> it's, yes spreading that you've kind of started it and then you know you're spreading to other people who then hopefully spreading it in their lives and yeah touching a lot of a lot more people that you can touch just yourself although more than 10 million is a lot
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know the thing is is that you're building a connection with people you're also becoming a happiness ambassador because when you start sharing these things that you learn that have helped you in your life and helped you become a better person and to live a better life and to just have higher expectations of yourself, okay? And you share that. They learn. It's just, it's beautiful for everybody involved. And, and you become that happiness ambassador, spreading the smile. And your smile is energetic. If you smile at somebody and you help them to be happier in their lives, and they call somebody, let's say, in China, and they spread that smile to the person in China, they spread laughter and things like that, your smile can travel the world and then end up right back to you.
0: So what's your number one way of uh, threading a smile or sharing a smile?
1: Well, the thing is, is to live it, to become what it is that you want to see in this world. And that's what I do is I, I walk through a store and things and I'm smiling. I'm happy. I'm joyful. And you can see the people that are passing you by. A lot of them will smile themselves. They may not have a smile on their face when they first see you. But as they see your smile, as they see the happiness, they can feel that connection of the joy, it's its a vibrational thing. Mm. And then they begin to smile. And who knows? You may be able to touch somebody just by the act of smiling at them and get them to be better in their lives. It's mm. so simple.
0: Yeah. But sometimes the most effective things are the most simple, aren't they?
1: <laughs> well, you know, simplicity is, is the way to go. Because when you make things complicated, it puts stress on you. When you do things simply, happily, joyfully, then you got something going on because it just, you know, it just continues to go and it's so simple to do. And the smile is a great way to do it because of the fact that if you smile for more than 30 seconds, it starts releasing endorphins in your body. They have to heal your body. So, and I don't know if you know that when you're sad or you're angry that it actually releases the same poisons that deteriorate your body when you die. So it's,
0: it's like medicine.
1: Yes, it's absolute medicine. Mm. And actually, I, I healed myself from the cerebral hemorrhage through laughter, through the smile. And it was, it was just such a beautiful thing because I would not be who I am today if I wasn't able to find that smile, to find that happiness, to find that joy. And I got a rule that I live in my life that I have to help people, at least six people a day, to laugh before I can go to bed so if it's late at night and I haven't got my six people I'm getting ready to go to bed I have to run to 7-11 <laughs> <laughs> and just start getting the guy behind the counter to laugh a little bit and said, okay I can go home now.
0: <laughs> it feels like talking to you now, and I can feel uh, your, your kind of joyful energy even though we're sort of possibly other sides of the world um, but it, it feels like I've lost my train of thought
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh it um, never happens to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, it's back. It's back. So it feels like it's almost a sense of purpose, I guess. This is my mission, if you like, to yes. to spread this. That's how it kind of comes across in it yeah, I don't know Yeah. How you feel
1: about it? Oh, it is definitely my mission to to spread the smile, to spread joy, to spread happiness, to spread mindset. So to continue to grow within themselves, I ask people to look into their heart and to find those things that really, really get them going and to enhance those, but also to look inside of yourself and find the things that really kind of make your life difficult and start to work on those. Just 1% a day. It's 365% a year that you can grow within yourself and you'd be surprised at how rapidly you can really change things in your life. And helping somebody do that, if you can only touch one person in this world, you've done your job. But I want to coerce 10 million people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. something else I'd uh, love to talk about is a very, a walk that you did. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Can you tell us about the walk?
1: Well, you know, this is how dedicated I am to the smile. I wanted to walk from Deerfield Beach, Florida to Washington, DC to do a video that said, Smile and wave America, we love you. I wanted to spread what I call happiness awareness, letting people know that no matter what's going on in your life, you can be happy, you can be joyful, and it doesn't matter. You can always go within your heart and find the good. So, what I did was, I started walking from Deerfield Beach and I wound up in Manhattan, New York. I ended up walking 2,000 miles. To New York, and the funny thing is, is I could have taken a straight shot straight up U.S. 1 to get to Washington D.C., but I decided, you know what, I'm a coastal man, so I took the coast, and that's how it turned out to be 2,000 miles. And when I arrived at my destination, and I did do the video, but as I was coming into Washington D.C., uh, first there was an earthquake, and then when I got into Washington D.C., the day that I was supposed to do the video, I was supposed to have a bunch of people fly in to do the video with me. There was a hurricane. (laughs) So that's how much New York or Washington didn't want happiness. So anyway, I did the video with some people after the hurricane, and I didn't get to have the people that I wanted to have there, but that's okay. It's definitely going to continue, and I wound up in New York. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Started with $200, ended with $200, 277 days on the road. I never knew where I was going to eat where I was going to sleep, or what I was going to do other than walk.
0: What did you eat? Where did you stay if you've, if you've done the whole thing, having the same amount of money in your, in your pocket?
1: Well, see, the funny thing is, is that asking is very, very, very important in life. And when you ask for something, you always tell the truth. You always definitely have something you asked for, but also something that you can give in return for whatever it is that you receive. And it doesn't have to be monetary. So what I did was I, I talked to hotels, and I told them what I was doing, why I was going to do it, and or why I was doing it, and then I told them that I would put something on TripAdvisor if they would sponsor me with a room for the night. Mm-hmm. So they sponsored me with a room for the night. Now, out of 277 days, how many days do you think that I slept outside?
0: Uh, I guess not many, because I can imagine the in person that your energy um, and talking about your mission would be quite infectious and that people would want <laughs> to support you so i'd say pray a handful maybe if
1: zero <laughs> <laughs> you know and and the funny thing is is that when they say yes whoever says yes you need to stay there because they said yes come on in mm-hmm. so i had to stay in places like hilton's Variot's, you know things like that so five-star hotels i don't know if you know lowe's hotels mm-hmm. The Aloft, which is also a five-star hotel. So I ended up staying at places like this. And with food, it was the same thing. You ask for the food. You tell them what you're doing. And then you, you sponsor them with something of your own. It doesn't have to be anything monetary. And the beautiful thing is, is that I ate at Ruth's Chris. I ate at Joe's Crab Shack, privately owned seafood houses, steak houses. I mean, it was just amazing the way that the doors open up. Because something that you're doing in life, something that is helping other people, people love it. Corporations love it. And they will help to get you to where you want to go. Open up your heart, open up your life to the good things in life and always tell the truth about what it is that you're doing and show them what you can do for them as well as what they can do for you. Mm. And I
0: think that your, um, your mission and your, and your intention from it, I think that. and and your energy but it must have been a really powerful thing for them because i think you know in society now where you have lots of people who are maybe asking for free things in a oh I'll I'll (laughs) on uh, instagram or on my you know my social media i'll review it isn't necessarily a pool for big businesses right so i think then it's that the mission and that you're you're not just doing it because you want to have a nice holiday and a free place to stay it's really about that mission and spreading
1: absolutely yeah it is definitely about the mission and when your mission when your why is is strong enough then your house just going to show up and the beautiful thing was with me everything that i needed showed up very very quickly and i was very very lucky in the fact that i was able to stay in these places did not have a raincoat. I didn't have a sleeping bag. I didn't have a tent. I didn't have anything that prepared myself for the weather or to stay outside or anything. The day I was given. So it was funny. Somebody just said, hey, you need a raincoat? And I said, yeah, sure, I'll take a raincoat. (laughs) And then I got rained on. So Mm -hmm. it just showed up. Everything just showed up, and it was beautiful. And that, that is what's so powerful about this universe or God or whatever it is that you want to call it, is that when your intention about what you're doing is so good, it will just all come to you. and You really don't even have to ask. It just shows up.
0: So did you walk by yourself, or did you have people join you for parts of it?
1: Well, I had some people walk with me, okay? Um, I started out with about, eh, I guess, 10, 10, 12 people that started walking with me the first day. And I actually had one guy that walked 15 miles. And so that was beautiful. And then as I went along, there was some people that walked 100 feet with me, 200 feet a mile. I uh, had another guy that, you know, when I was in like St. Augustine, or no, actually it was Sebastian, Florida. He walked 20 miles with me that day. Wow. And he had to go buy himself another pair of shoes because, you know, it's like the shoes that he had on were starting to give him blisters. You know, so it was like, okay, I'm going to buy another pair of shoes because I don't want these things to, to hurt me. So it was funny. We stopped by. His- thrift store and he bought some shoes
0: (laughs) and and how did you find the experience of walking that far of um, going through it what was the the kind of biggest thing that you learned from that experience
1: well the thing that i learned is people are inherently good that's one of the things that i wanted to prove when i went along the walk that they were inherently good but you know what i found them to be actually more than good phenomenal astronomical amazing it's Funny the way that I never ran into a person that was negative towards me. You would think that many days on the road talking to so many people, I would find somebody that was negative, and I didn't, and I found that everybody wants the same thing. They all want to be heard. They all want to be understood, and they want to know that they make a difference, so when you give them the opportunity to do something to make a difference in this world, they step up and they do it, and they love it. Mm. So that's the biggest takeaway that I got from it: is people are just absolutely amazing, and the world will open up to you when you're doing the right things.
0: Mm. It's almost like what you're putting out into the world is then attracted back to you, or kind of reflected back. to Oh you. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna uh, I'm gonna throw in one of uh, my standard questions, just because I know the word joy has popped up a couple of times, and that's one of my buzzwords. Uh, that I love to talk about on the podcast. So my question to you is, what always boosts your mood or what brings you joy in your life?
1: Oh, there are so many things that bring me joy in my life. It's just songs that pop into my head, people that I talk to, going to the store and, and talking to the people that are behind the counters. Um, it, it's it's funny because they there's so many things that... Uh, help boost my life, that bring me joy, that make me laugh and and play. But I think the biggest thing is, is just my heart being so open to laughing and playing and smiling. uh, It it just, it opens up the whole world. And any little thing can set you off to a good mood. You're in a down mood, guess what? All you got to do is go, hey, you know what? I know this is okay, because later on, it's gonna be a lot better. So that mindset, mm. the things that you think about, the things that you do, the actions that you take, because it's more about the actions than anything else, that is very, very joyful.
0: Mm. I really feel and, and I think you've kind of suggested this a little bit and some of you said that the way you feel is a choice. You know, having mm-hmm. a is a choice and you can choose the way you respond to things. And yes, we I think we maybe some people don't realize how much control it's possible to have of and of your mindset and and i say that <laughs> it could it takes work to get to that point it's not to learn i guess how to to shift your mindset but that it's absolutely a choice to feel happiness and to um to choose how you respond to situations
1: oh yes yeah, it's absolutely a choice because you know anything that happens in your life The way that you respond to it, you're choosing to respond to it that way. Now, a lot of times people just automatically respond and they don't, they say, Oh, I don't make a choice on that. I'm just going to respond this way. But really, in reality, it is a choice because of the fact that you can shift that and you can retrain yourself in order to be able to go into your heart first and don't react to things so negative. Now, when my, if you don't mind me giving an example, okay, I, was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. And my doctor called me while I was driving and said, you know, Eddie, I've got some news for you. And I said, oh, doc, what's up, how you doing? And she said, well, I called to tell you that you have stage four colon cancer. And I asked her, I says, listen, don't you usually call people into the office to tell them this? And she says, yeah, I normally do. And I said, well, I just had a curiosity. How come you told me on the phone? She said, because I knew you could handle it. Mm -hmm. So she knew that my response to the stage four colon cancer would be, okay, what do I need to do? How do I, what do I have to do to fix this thing? And she said, well, chemo, radiation, surgery. And I said, okay, there's gotta be another way. Let's try that route. And so the funny thing is is that I I ended up doing it holistically and it's been going fine. It's been going great. So (laughs) you don't always have to do it the way the doctors say to do it. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> There's something that I thought was really key um in in what you said about people saying they don't have a choice or they feel they don't have a choice in how they respond. And I think that's we we get into these patterns of behaviour, don't we? And these habits and we think yes. how it is. But really it's it's just that maybe we're sort of a little bit on autopilot <laughs> and we're just doing what we've always done. And so that's where the effort comes in of of changing that and, and realising that you that you do have a choice even if you feel
1: like you <laughs> yeah you absolutely have a choice i mean it's it's all in the in the mindset like i said retraining yourself and realizing that you do have that choice but if, if you stop for a second when you hear something or when something happens to you if you stop for a second and take the time to take it into your heart and process it before you react to it it's going to be a different story because mm-hmm. if you just automatically react You go to the reptilian mind. I don't know if you know the reptilian mind. Fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah. (laughs) So, and if you can stay out of that reptilian mind, it's a lot better. And part of that is is taking the moments to think about it, to bring it into your heart, to feel it, to understand it, and then to react to it. It makes a whole lot of difference. And it's that way with communication as well, talking to people and, and just it, oh, across the board, it really, really works. just to take that pause
0: mm. and
1: give yourself a second.
0: Because mm. I think we can sometimes just be, I guess, rushing through life a little bit, <laughs> and just not just not taking time to to sit and, and think or feel, and, and it's like a good reminder to stop, take a breath and then just yeah
1: yes. yeah, absolutely. you know you, and that's something you have to consciously do. Is just retrain, reframe, re-understand, unlearn the things that you have learned over life, and then relearn the things that will absolutely help you. And you can do that with all aspects of your life. It's not just mindset. It's so beautiful the way that you can reframe yourself, the way that you want to be. I know that I'm a totally different person than I was 15, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Is I learn how to adapt and how to overcome and how to react to things. It wasn't something that I was born with. You know, you, you, and, and here's the funny thing is that a lot of people think, okay, you know what? I was born with this reaction. I was born with this mindset and I cannot change it. Well, the funny thing is, is that guess what? You picked up that mindset somewhere along your life and you never know where you picked that up. So, and you can definitely reframe it and retrain it and understand it, but try to unlearn what you've learned earlier in life and reframe it with something new.
0: So I have another question for you. What makes life meaningful for you? Uh, Mm -hmm.
1: When I start doing the right things and that I know I'm going out there and helping people and I'm doing things behind the scenes when nobody can see me, that really helps me is what do I do when nobody's looking? Because it sets the tone of my life and it really helps me to be able to know that I'm doing the right things, even though there's nobody there to see it. It Mm. does not matter.
0: Yeah. The right things for like the right reasons, not for the look how good a person I am. (laughs) I've been doing, but just because. Yeah. It's the right thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You don't want to be a braggart. You know, it's be humble, be humble because your actions will show people everything about you and that's what it's really about you don't have to and i apologize about the dog i hope that doesn't disturb the show
0: i can hear mine in the background playing downstairs <laughs> i hope you're not too loud but
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> I, think, sure, I think they are, are such a good way any pets but hey uh, dogs are so open yes. and loving that you can't help but smile and actually uh, i have a staffy, and they are a very smiley dog <laughs>
1: I'm going to let mine end, So hopefully she will be quiet. (laughs) But yes, it's, you know, I agree with you. Life is just amazing. And when you start to really, really shift yourself, one of the things that I'd like to cover if it's okay, is when you shift within yourself, when you change what's in your heart, the outside world will change with you. So people think you go outside of yourself, Change all of that and you'll be a better person. No, go inside, change what's inside of you, and everything will just fall into place for you.
0: Mm. I think that maybe comes a bit back to what we said about you're attracting to you what you're putting out there. This is the energy out is attracting the same back. So if you are being more positive and changing in that way, then that's what you're going to get back as well.
1: Absolutely, you are because whatever you put out there comes around and and comes back to you. And if you put things out there that are not good, that's what you're gonna receive. And if you react to things that are not good, that's what's gonna continue to happen. The funny thing about life, and I I love this, I really do. I'm, I'm weird, I guess, because life will bring things to you and continue to bring things to you until you learn the lesson. It just do it in different ways. It will be like, okay, you know, I've got this and I want you to learn this. And all of a sudden, some things happen and it happens in five different ways. But if you look at it, it's kind of like the same thing is happening over and over and over again. And that happens a lot in relationships. You go out with the same type of person, but it's a different person. And you can reframe that. You can reshift it it's just by the way that you look at things, by the way that you... I don't want to say analyze because that's getting into your head a lot, but go into your heart, start feeling it. Okay. How does this make me feel? What does this make me react like? And when you feel that in your heart and you can feel the vibrations that are there, that's, what's going to help you to shift. And it's more about analyzing yourself than the situations that are happening to you. Why am I responding? What are my buttons? Everybody has buttons. Mm. but if you can shift those buttons into being buttons that when something happens, it takes you to a better place. That's a win.
0: It's like um, the self-awareness and the self-reflection, I guess, rather than a purely, like you said, analysis of the situation. It's that, right. I guess, checking in with yourself and really,
1: mm-hmm.
0: oh, that's interesting that I responded in that way. I wonder what was <laughs> about. And uh,
1: That's the thing is that, you know, when you learn, why it is that you respond in a certain way, but you can't get stuck in, in the why. You really can't get stuck in the why you respond. How can you shift what it is that you're doing when you respond to something? Mm-hmm. But it is, you know, it's, it's all inside of us. It's, you, you change a small aspect and you'd be surprised at how that small change is gonna change something else, it's gonna change something else. It's gonna be the ripple effect, like when you throw a stone into a lake. And it yeah. starts rippling across the lake. The same thing happens when you start changing the inside of you. People are going to notice and they're going to go, hey, what are you doing? What, you know, how did you shift yourself? Why you know, you became happier, more joyful. You seem more relaxed. And then you get to share that and help them to maybe discover something for themselves. That's the wonderful part is life is all about sharing, all about sharing. And I, of course, do some things in a very funny way that, you know, so mirror work. I don't know if you ever heard of mirror work. Um
0: I'm not sure. Yeah. No, that term. So, can you explain what mirror work is?
1: You know, the, when I quit drugs at 27 years old, I was my drugs of choice were way loads and cocaine, okay, and I had been doing them for years. There she goes again. <laughs> <laughs> when I quit drugs, the way that I did it was, you know, I got up one morning and I looked in the mirror And I saw myself for the first time in years. It was like I really saw myself and I looked and I said, who is this guy? Who is this guy? I don't don't know this guy. And so I kept looking at myself going, what happened? I looked down, I looked back up and I saw that same guy there and I did not like what it was. And I asked myself a question out loud. I looked at myself in my eyes, and I said, do you want to live or die? And I decided, you know what, I wanna live. And so I quit right there on the spot. I, walked out, of the, I w- walked out of the bathroom and I told the lady that I was living with at the time, I said, I just quit drugs. Are you gonna quit with me? Or what are you gonna do? And she said, well, let's do a line and a quail And we will talk about it. And I said, no, I just quit. And I did. I went back one time after that and I did cocaine. And I wound up crying on somebody's porch saying, I can't believe I did that to myself. And that was it. The shift was boom. It was, I was done with drugs. That was it. (laughs)
0: Amazing. I guess it really shows the power of that mindset. Yes. You had really, really looked at yourself and had a conversation with yourself and really made up your mind about what you were going to do. Yeah, you, you did it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it was absolutely fantastic that I was able to do that. And that was just a gut reaction to seeing myself in the mirror. That's something that happened automatically. It wasn't something that I had planned on doing. It just, boom, happened. And that's the beauty of it. That mm. just happened.
0: Do you make it sound so simple? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, it can be. It can be very simple if you allow it. be simple. It's one of those things that, you know, you can make life tough, or you can have life be simple. Mm -hmm. And for me, it turned out very, very simple. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just go with your heart, go with what you feel. When I was on my walk, I walked with intuition. I used my intuition all the time. I had a time when, you know, I I wanted to find a certain road. And everybody said, you got to turn left to get to that road. And my intuition said, you need to turn right. I didn't know why. And, you know, I was wanting to get a long time. And they were given to me because I turned right and I saw GNC. And the people inside the GNC gave me all these supplements that I needed for the road. And then the other funny thing is, is that something kept telling me still, go right, go right, go right. And I ran into a police officer on the road. You know, he was right there in the parking lot and I was flagging him down. And as I was walking up to him, I heard him say, well, he's got a fanny pack or not a fanny pack. I'm sorry. He's got Mm -hmm. a cart that he's dragging behind him. And I don't know what he's got in that cart. And he said, I I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get searched. (laughs) But I asked him, how do you get, you know, how do you get to this road, Highway 60, by turning right? And what they told me, you don't. And he, he said, you know, I'm talking to my wife here. She wants to know why you're walking. I told him why I was walking, and then he told her, and then he said, well, my wife says that I should bring you in, feed you, and then take you wherever you want to go tomorrow. So I got to stay at a a police officer's house that night, and -hmm. it was just a phenomenal, phenomenal part of the trip. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes, I guess just being open to that intuition or or that feeling and just being open-minded and going with it. You had these things appear or these, you know, these experiences that if you had, I guess, just gone with what people were saying or not, did
1: yeah.
0: that instinct it wouldn't have happened. So.
1: Yeah, mm. <laughs> that's beautiful. When you go with your instinct, if you have something, the intuition that you have, if you have something that's calling you and telling you certain things, listen to it, mm. take a look at it, bring it in, feel it, understand it. Because guess what? Nine times out of ten, that intuition is going to be the right thing to do. And a lot of people, they they have that intuition and they go opposite of what it is. They don't listen to it. They go into their head and and they oh my gosh, it, it, <laughs>
0: it doesn't work. Hmm.
1: It doesn't work. So it's not even funny.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I have another question for you. So one of the things that we talk about a lot on the podcast is mental wellness so my question is what does mental wellness mean to you what kind of you know does it bring up and how do you look after your own mental well-being
1: well mental wellness to me is that you're thinking clearly that you're open to life around you and that you're you're healthy within yourself that your mind is clear when you have thoughts the thoughts are positive thoughts not negative thoughts when you start thinking a lot of negative thoughts There's ways to turn that around and to get your mental health a lot better. Mm -hmm. So if you have something that's negative that comes into your mind, write down, if you can, if not, just think about it, three or four positives that can come from that negative. What is the opposite of what that negative is? And you can have a lot better mental health. Mental health is also knowing that every day when you wake up, And you look outside, you can see the beauty in life. And also when you're going to sleep, you're saying, man, my day was so amazing. I'm so grateful for this or whatever it is. So it's just a beautiful thing.
0: You know, gratitude is something that has come up quite a few times. um, (laughs) that that People will talk about how powerful it's been when they've started to, to think about that. And I guess that's that shifting that mindset. So when you start to think about things you're grateful for, you almost feel it more, or you're more aware of them because you're just you're you're more open to it, or you're you're seeing it more.
1: Oh, absolutely!
0: You know, when you get a new car, and then you see that type of car everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> looking for it. So if you're feeling gratitude, or you're feeling happy, or feeling whatever, that's what your mind's going to find. That's what's going to direct you to.
1: Oh, absolutely! And you know, an- another key thing with gratitude is forgiveness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Forgiveness is is absolutely amazing. It, you know, and the thing is, is that a lot of people think that forgiveness is telling the other person that, you know, hey, listen, everything's okay. I forgive you for what you've done or forgiveness for yourself, which is really, really, really important. Forgive yourself for the way that you reacted to certain things and the things that you have done that maybe weren't the best things in the world. Forgive yourself, but forgiveness is about you. It's not about the other person, and. You don't have to go to that other person and say, hey, I forgive you. Mm. You just got to take it inside of you and find that part that you played in the whole scenario. Forgive yourself for the part that you played and think the person that whoever did this to me or whatever the situation was, um, that, you know what, they were doing the best that they can. And when you react to something, just say, hey, you know what? I'm doing the best that I, you know, that I can because we have a tendency to beat ourselves up and to beat up other people.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect in this life. I know I'm not. And if I find a person who's perfect, I'm going to run.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just, I think we get quite often we get caught up on that perfectionism being perfect, but it just doesn't exist. And, And also I think if you, if someone was the, uh, what we would view as perfect, they would just be very boring. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah. I don't want to run into a person that's perfect. I really don't because they don't exist. Mm. They really don't. Yeah. So and perfect things, they're they're it's not out there. There's always imperfections in everything. And I know that the American Indians, in everything they do, they purposefully put something that's imperfect in it because that's the way that life is
0: mm-hmm. there's something i love i think it's in um, japanese culture like so if they if a vase or something gets chipped they will repair it but they'll paint the crack gold so they're making it a beautiful part of the thing rather than being oh this is this is ruined now it's adding that
1: right
0: and appreciating the beauty of it and i think if you think about the people that you really care about in your life it's the little imperfections and things that make them who they are. And it's the things that we find endearing. <laughs> so why wouldn't we want to have those things ourselves? Right. <laughs> yeah. You know,
1: it's, yeah, the Japanese culture has a lot of things that they do that are really, really, really cool. Mm. And you know, they, you, you've got to respect the way that they think in certain ways because they find the best in life. They find what's right. And, you know, it's, it's beautiful when you run into people that look at life differently and they will uplift you.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: you know, that's another thing, too, is the people that you surround yourself with. Are they positive or are they negative? You mm-hmm. want to surround yourself with people who are going to support you in the things that you want to do in the life that you want to live and eliminate those who are going to bring you down. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people don't even know. Uh, You know, they don't realize that they're trying to bring you down to the level that they are. But what you want to do is you want to rise up and then go down and help the people that you're not above anybody, but help the people that don't understand things as well as maybe you do, help them to understand life better, help them to raise themselves up to a different level if they choose to. And that's that's the thing, if they choose to, because it's not about what we want. It's about what they wanna do in their lives and with their lives.
0: Mm. My next question for you, we've already talked a lot about this thing throughout. <laughs> but um, As I said, mindset is one of my big things as well. And so I challenge the guests on the podcast to describe their mindset.
1: Well, my, my mindset is a very positive mindset. It's, I find the good in all the situations. Things happen, okay? I don't just react. I look at things, so I have a mindset that's open to new things, whether they're positive or negative, coming into my life and understanding the fact that whatever it is, is going to be something that's going to help me down the road. I may not understand what the the lesson is at that time, but somewhere in the future, I will find it, and I will see exactly how these negative things that happen in my life and how the positive things that happen in my life are going to affect my life. And how beautiful it is for these things to be able to come into my life. Open the ugly packages because mm. life hands us some really ugly packages. But mm. guess what? That's where our biggest gifts are. And that's where we can really shift our mindsets if we choose to.
0: Mm. Thank you for that. So, my next question, or my next thing that I ask guests to do, is to leave between one and three strategies or, or techniques that they can try out in their own life they're going to have a massive impact. So do you have one to three things that you suggest people could do to maybe help them to shift their mindset or to feel more happiness or just in general?
1: Oh, absolutely. I do. Now, one of the things is, is that I talked to you about the mirror work. Mm-hmm. So you stand in front of a mirror and this is going to seem really weird. And I know it was weird for me when I first did it, but when you get up in the morning you say hello to the people or, or maybe your pets or whatever it is. You say hello to them. But how often do you say hello to yourself? People usually don't do that. But if you look into the mirror and you say good morning, like I, I, I am a little bit different and I'm animated. So I'll get in front of the mirror and I say, good morning, Eddie. How are you doing? It's so awesome to have you in my life. You're fantastic. You're beautiful. Go out there and have an awesome day you get yourself started in a way that shifts your mindset to more a more you know beautiful abundant life another thing that i'd like to share is whenever somebody is talking to you and they start speaking negative start speaking back to them in positive and don't react to that negative see what happens see what happens another one that i'd like to share is go to the go to the Neighborhood store or someplace, you know, that that there's a lot of people walk through there with a big smile on your face and start paying attention to how people react to that smile. And you're going to find that not only people that people that are going to look at you are going to smile, not everybody, but a lot of people that see you are going to smile. But you're also going to find that it's going to uplift yourself. Mm -hmm. It's going to shift you because you have that big smile and spontaneous laughter. Just laugh for nothing. Mm. And the funny thing is, is what will happen is it start opening up your life to laughing a lot more often, to being happier, to smiling more, to sharing more. The laughter can do so much in your life that it's, it's sometimes difficult to describe just how much it can help you. Mm. It helped me with a cerebral hemorrhage. Mm. Helped me to get through that. So that's how I healed.
0: Laughter is is such a powerful mood boost, medicine, uplift. And I think one of the things that makes people laugh the most is someone else laughing. It's very contagious. If you hear someone laughing, you sometimes don't even know what they're laughing at. And you just start. (laughs) you know what was funny? I don't know. But it's it's one of those things similar to smiling and yawning. uh, They're really contagious.
1: (laughs) It is. Yeah. Yeah. And yawning can be very (laughs) contagious. But you know, yeah, and and it's funny because I, when I do like seminars or when I'm speaking and things like that, I do a spontaneous laughter. And some people call it laughter yoga, but I've been doing this for years. Um, And the funny thing is, is that everybody, I ask them afterwards, how do you feel? And they're like, amazing. Mm. I, I feel so much different. You know, I have joy in my heart. So just if you break out laughing for no reason, it's okay. I do it all the time. <laughs>
0: mm, yeah, Awesome. So my last question is if people want to connect with you, they want to find out more about you, about the speaking you do, about your books that you've written, how can they connect with you?
1: Go to the smileandwaveproject.com. Again, the smileandwaveproject.com, and you can see all about what I'm doing and, and, you know, I've got some videos on there. I've got my book, 10 Million Smiles from Florida to New York. That's on there and all my social media links. So you can go ahead and leave me a message. I have an email there that you can contact me through. So that's, that's a way to get to know a little bit more about me. And I would love to hear from you so I can get to know a little bit about you as well.
0: Awesome. And we can definitely link in the show notes so people can access the website from there
1: awesome
0: thank you so much eddie for having a chat with me today joining us on the podcast i feel very i mean it's 8 24 at night but i feel very uplifted and very <laughs> awake again <laughs> and, and happy i think and actually uh, i find i smile a lot recording these podcasts and, and connecting with people and, and you know feeling the power of that but you have a really uh, in, infectious energy and um presence about you i think about from your positivity I, I you know i can feel it through zoom and through <laughs> across the distance <laughs> thank you so much and hopefully you know people listening can can feel that as well so i just want to say thanks. i hope so
1: so thank you thank you so much hannah for having me on your show i am so honored and blessed and you know i just i love your energy as well and thank i know you. you're across the pond but you know It's, it's still, it travels. It really, really does travel. And thank you so much for all the things you've done for me today. And, you know, I just hope that the future is fantastic for you and to all the listeners as well, all the people that are viewing this, know that you're loved and that, you know, people just care about you.
0: So thank you again to Eddie for joining me for this episode and I'm going to be in a couple of weeks sharing an episode that I recorded quite recently where we're talking about living life to the full and bucket lists and and that kind of thing and it's quite nice not not planned at all but a lot of these episodes are kind of linking together with this similar thread of making the most out of life And, and that's what we're all about here this joyful meaningful healthy life which for me personally that's what I'm aiming for and You might have different words that resonate with you, but I feel like it's a pretty good thing to be aiming for. So we'll be back next week, just the one episode on Wednesday. And also, I'm not sure if you will have seen this, but I did my, well, I've recorded now three interviews on other podcasts that will be coming out in the coming weeks. But the first one has already come out this week on the Getting to Know You pod. And this is quite a long episode, two hours getting to know me on a more personal level so talking about my story and stories and how they make us who we are and they really got me reflecting on my story and the stories I tell myself and that's inspired this week's blog post which is also out on the website so if you haven't already we have revamped the website and I would really encourage you to check it out psyche P-S-Y-K-H-E.co.uk. and you can also sign up to our mailing list there And so when there are new blog posts, they'll get sent out, plus other well-being tips that we'll send out on a monthly basis. So if you want to stay up to date, join that. Join us on Facebook. You can join our mental well-being community group for peer support if you're finding this time a little bit difficult and unsettling, which I know I definitely am at times, and that's the Psyche Mental Well-Being Community Group on Facebook. So we'd love to connect with you more, but I just hope you have a good week. Share the smile and we'll see you next week take care bye